What up? Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes Podcast. Aaron, what's going on today, young man? Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. My name is Kyler Durham, joined with my esteemed colleague, I was say co-host, esteemed colleague, Same thing. Mr. Aaron Cross, and yep. um, this is going to be an episode that my only goal is to ruin all the listeners' childhoods. That's my bum, goal. Bum, bum, dum, dum. My goal is to destroy your childhood. It's a CSI theme song. Dum, bum, 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 <laughs> or whatever. So we promised on the last episode that we would get to Simpsons conspiracy theories as well as cartoon conspiracy theories. Yes. So all the cartoons that all you, um, so what I'm looking for, you adolescents. Right, that's kids, isn't it? Is that adolescents adults? No. I'm so dumb. And it goes, baby. Toddler. Look this up to fucking idiots. It was baby, toddler, child. Hold on. What do you? What is eleven and twelve? Preteen. Yeah, I'm about to look up. What's then thirteen to eighteen is teen. Eighteen to twenty-one is. Okay. Adolescence is any person between the ages of 10 and 19. So I was wrong. All of you young okay. adults, I'm going to ruin your childhoods. That's my goal right now. So we're going to go over cartoon conspiracy theories about tons and tons of cartoons and why the meaning behind them is actually really twisted and really wrong. Yeah. So. Oh, Lord. Just made another one. <laughs> ha. All right. So we'll start with. Your basic cartoons, and then we'll hit The Simpsons last because The Simpsons is going to have a bunch. And there's in, yeah. there's in really like necessarily bad stuff. It's just they predict everything. That's theirs. It is like in like 1996 or whatever year it was that Donald Trump was a president. Yeah, they predict stuff. 1997, they had predicted America would have an Ebola outbreak, and in the 2014, it, it had happened. Yeah, it's the first cartoon. They know things. How about peanuts? You like peanuts? The show. Talking about Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown. Uh, yeah. What's the... Wow. What's the dog's name? Snoopy. Snoopy. Snoopy, Woodstock, all of them. Yeah. Charlie Brown has cancer. Okay. <laughs> this says... Okay. From, from PlayBuzz.com. It's not Caillou. Caillou. <laughs> he has cancer, too. Yeah, I know Caillou that. has cancer. Um, PlayBuzz.com says that Charlie Brown in Peanuts is bald because he's dying of cancer and dreaming up everything. In the strip, nothing ever works out for him, and his life is a disaster, but he's simply channeling his sadness into his dreams. Okay, then. This episode got... This episode's gonna be a dark one. It is. How about Pokemon? You a big Pokemon fan? I... Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. I played Pokemon Go for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I know know Brittany played Pokemon Go. I know you played Pokemon Go. Yeah. We talked about it in the last episode. Yeah, I played Pokemon Go. Yeah, everybody loves Pokemon I played Pokemon. That's the greatest song of all time. <laughs> Every so, day. Um, Ash Ketchum, uh-huh. main character, he's in a coma. Oh, okay. The pilot episode. I I didn't even have to read this one because I was like, that makes sense, actually. Okay. So in the pilot episode, uh, it says, when Ash, Ketchum, when Ash was struck by lightning in the pilot, he went into a coma. Yeah. While in the coma, he never ages and is able to live in his dream and able, is able to live in his dream world as a Pokemon master. Ash never truly becomes a master because if he did, he would wake up from the coma because the dream would be over. Ah, uh, okay. So that's all in his head. He's in a coma. Okay. That's messed up. Yeah, it's messed up. The 
one of the most prominent shows of my childhood. Obviously, SpongeBob. Yeah. But the Fairly Odd Parents. So I don't know this one. I love, which I already knew this one too. But I love Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turn. <laughs> yeah, designer. Wait, is that designer? Yeah, it's yeah. designer. Yeah, I looking love. For a burn. I used to watch that all day. I had like box sets of the Fairly Odd Parents. Hey, Vicky, you're so so icky. Just the thought of being around you makes me oh so sicky. Hey, Vicky, how do you remember you all these Nick songs? Plays? I don't know. V I C K Y. The sound of her name like the little kids cry. Ah. <laughs> all right. So Cosmo and Wanda, his old fairies, uh-huh. the goldfish. I don't know why I know all the songs. Yeah, you. I know a lot. <laughs> you're musically inclined. I guess. Except so. when it comes to Christmas music, you're a, you're like Bill Murray. Hey, okay. <laughs> give him a try, <laughs> Bill Murray. So Cosmo and Wanda, uh-huh. the two fairies for Timmy. Yes. They are metaphors for antidepressants. Okay. The fairly the. Let me try this again. The fairies and the fairly odd parents are metaphors for antidepressants. They're there to help him through his problems, but only until he doesn't need them anymore. Plus, not only do they start showing up at the same time as his problems, but there are some serious side effects every time he abuses their, in quotations, magic. Yeah. So he abuses their magic, bad stuff happens. You abuse your antidepressant medication. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, Chip Skylark had a banger. He Chip had a Skylark's banging life. Nasty. Bro. Chip Skylark is. He's nasty. It's a My nasty. shiny teeth in me. My shiny teeth, shiny teeth, shiny teeth. That glisten. <laughs> Just like the stars in space. <laughs> All right. I don't know Captain Planet. Captain Planet Kids? Do you know what that is? No, I'm not old enough. I, I think that was like an early 90s. Dude, it was late 80s. Is thing. it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not old enough. But it says this, says, this says Captain Planet Kids are from the Magic School Bus. I have no... Oh, I have seen a Magic School Bus one. I've heard of that one. I've heard of a lot of them, actually. Yeah, I don't know anything about Captain Planet, though. He wore the red tights, right? Who? Captain Planet? I don't know. Oh, okay. I have no clue about this cartoon, but it says, The kids from the Magic School Bus grow up to be kids from Captain Planet. Guy kidnapped an entire classroom of children and later taught to them in the form of Miss Frizz. She proceeded to brainwash them into becoming protectors of Earth, and she later gave them their power rings when they reunited with each other years later. We're kidnapping children on shows. Okay. That's messed up. Some of these are dark. What what else you got? Here's the darkest one. All right. You know this one. The Rugrats. Yeah. Sad, isn't it? I like the Rugrats a lot. I like the Rugrats. Yeah, I'm about to go to it. The Rugrats has a lot of like. Yeah, you can read that one. The Rugrats. The Rugrats has a lot of like dirty, like, like. I'm trying to explain this. Like, adults could watch it with kids and be like, "I got that joke." but That's kind of dirty. Like, they're they're, yeah. It's kind of. I want a Tommy Pickles tattoo. (laughs) Why? Because Tommy Pickles is a is the guy. Well, Tommy's stillborn. Hammer. Yeah. Hammer Dill. So it says the Rugrats Angelica is the only one who can talk to talk to the babies because they are a figment of her imagination. So basically, if you don't know what Rugrats is, it was a 90s cartoon show that came on Nickelodeon. Bang. It came on Nickelodeon. It's a cartoon show that follows Tommy Pickle, Dill Pickle, Chucky, Angelica, the twins. I don't the, remember their names. Uh, Phil and Lil. Phil and Lil. Don't know how you remember that. I, I don't What's know What's the dad's either. name? Stu. Stu. How do you remember all this? I don't know. Stu Pickles. <laughs> the Rugrats was my favorite cartoon show. I like show. the Rugrats too. Um, good. And it follows them and they just go on a, a bunch of adventures, but they're all toddlers. They're all babies. 
like uh, Tommy walks around in a blue blue t shirt and a diaper. He's the leader. Yeah, he's Chucky, like the main character. Uh, Red headed ginger, freckles, afraid of everything, afraid of everything. Angelica, stuck up, bitch. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh, she got a black friend in the show named Susie. Yeah. Then Chucky got a stepsister named Kimmy. I know everything. I know a lot. <laughs> I forgot about Susie and Kimmy. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So basically. Like I said, Angelica, uh, she's the only one that's... Because she's older. She's uh, like Tommy and Dill and Phil and Lil. They're all... And Chucky. And Chucky. They're all one, two, three years old. Yeah, they're babies. Angelica is like five or six. Yeah, she's like five. Yeah. And she's talking to these babies, and she can understand them. And it says, because they're a figment of her imagination. And then in quotation marks, it says, she is spoiled, sad, and lonely because her mother is constantly working and has no time for her. So how did it come about that Angelica would have to, uh, would have to imagine these babies? Let's get dark. <laughs> this one's the darkest. Tommy died soon after childbirth, a fact reflected by Stu never leaving the basement, inventing toys that his son will never play with. Yep. Chucky died in a car crash along with his mom, also reflected in the actions of his father. The crash has made him a pathetic, nervous wreck most of the time. Pathetic. Most interesting is Phil and Lil. Yep. They were never... Uh, they, there were never any twins. They were aborted, There was right? just one baby. Okay. However, this baby was a stillborn, and Angelica never knew the sex of the stillborn, so she invented twins of different genders. Yeah. Yep, Dill is real. Dill is real, and that's why he he doesn't talk because he's the actual real baby. I've read that. I don't remember. Okay, I'm not reading this one anywhere. That's a dark one. Good lord, that one. Yeah. Well, there's more. I'm not reading this one anywhere. I just remember seeing it somewhere. Have you seen um, um, the Rugrats all grown up? Yeah, I love that. Okay, Dill's slow. Yeah. There's a theory in that that. Um, Angelica when they're young and there is an episode I don't remember what she hits him with it gave him brain damage oh okay and he's slow and he is he's yeah. like a little slow and all grown up yeah so Angelica made him oh, have okay. mental issues that's messed up isn't it okay let's uh we're running your childhood today. yeah that's a dark one Oh, we have the SpongeBob SquarePants it says uh, SpongeBob yeah. SquarePants is commentary about nuclear testing <laughs> what yeah, this one's a little strange. It says the existence of SpongeBob and his strange friends is the result of radiation from nuclear arms testing that was performed on the Bikini Atoll in in the late 40s and 50s. Since they live under the atoll, the town is known as Bikini Bottom. Oh. That's also a dirty joke. Bikini Bottom? Yeah, Mr. Mr. Krabs, Bikini Bottom. Yeah. That's a dirty joke. I have one. No, it is. I have one about SpongeBob or what? That what's this say? SpongeBob characters represent drugs. Let's hear it. SpongeBob is on meth. He's overly happy. And, <laughs> and, I mean, it makes sense. SpongeBob these, is on meth. <laughs> these all make sense. SpongeBob SquarePants is on meth. He's overly happy, energetic, and occasionally paranoid. He goes from really happy to really sad or really angry, like a drug crash. Patrick Starr is a stoner. He laughs at stupid things and eats all the time. Squidward's Squidward Tentacles is on heroin. He's always gloomy and is easily irritated. Mr. Krabs is on cocaine. He's uppity and always concerned about money. And then in parentheses it says coke is expensive. I feel like all drugs are kind of expensive. You can't sniff upon the devil's dandruff without without spending a little dough. 
devil's dandruff. So you had a. I think you and I both have the same for for Scooby Doo. Yeah, you have I have the Ed Ed and Eddie one. Oh, yeah, I can pull up the Scooby Doo one real quick. I got the Scooby Doo one right here. If you want to do that, Ed and Eddie one. Okay, go for it. Okay, the original Scooby Doo. Oh, hold on. Scooby Doo is about the post depression. So right after the depression is when it came out, when it takes place and when it came out. Mm-hmm. So the original Scooby Doo series is set after a horrible economic depression. Everything is fa- everything is abandoned and falling apart. And all the villains are people who would normally be respected professors, museum, I don't know that word. Curators? Curators, thank you. Curators, you didn't even see that, did you? Huh? You have the same like website yeah. pulled up, curators, yeah. Celebrities who have fallen into hard times just like everyone else. The best episodes one with Johnny Bravo. Aunt Jabadessa! <laughs> <laughs> him and... Him and uh, uh, They're making a movie. Did you see that? They already made two of them. No, a new one. It's about how it's about how uh, Scooby met Shaggy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks kind of good. Yeah, I'm gonna see that. Um, I'm gonna check that one out. Velma's got glasses, right? Jinkies. <laughs> the best episode. The best episode is Johnny Bravo because just Johnny Bravo is hilarious in that. Johnny Bravo's funny. One of my favorite cartoons just, of all. Who? Who? monkey with me. That and Doug. Doug's great. Doug. Doug funny. But uh, he, him, and, and Hey Arnold, Hey Arnold's, Arnold's pretty good. good. Hey in, Arnold, in the one with um, the, what up, Stoop Kid? <laughs> in the Scooby Doo with Johnny Bravo, they go to Johnny Bravo's Aunt Jebedessa's house, and there's like an evil farmer. Hey, oh, he says Aunt Jebedessa, <laughs> and so him and Velma. Well, first off, um, they're wanting they have to split up every episode, you know. Yeah. Well, he wants to go with Daphne, of course. He gets stuck with Scooby. Or he gets stuck with uh, Shaggy. Yeah. He's like, he calls him like, some, some like, I don't remember, I think he calls him like a green, a green shirted dork. He's like, come on, you <laughs> green shirted dork or something like that. There's an episode of the TV show Supernatural. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, they have an episode that came out last season where they were in a, like a, like a comic book shop almost. A haunted comic book shop. Yeah. So Supernatural is about. Yeah. Follows Dean and Sam Winchester. They hunt monsters. Yeah. Well, the they're demons in a, and yeah, demon, stuff. yeah, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Well, they get called in. Well, there's a case at this comic book shop. Stuff is like coming to life and everything. They go into this comic book shop, and there's like this old school like Scooby Doo. Uh, there's an old school TV that's haunted, and he turns it on, and Scooby Doo's on, and they get sucked into Scooby Doo. That's cool. And so it's then, all animated. It's all it's Scooby Doo, but with Dean and Sam Winchester. So supernatural meets Scooby Doo. Yeah, but in Scooby Doo, you know the monster and stuff. It's always fake. People. It's always people. It's always people, and no one ever dies. Yeah, they die. Who does? people die in this episode? Scooby. No. Shaggy. No, no one of the main characters die, but they come across, you know. A dead body and Daphne and all of them, they think it's, you know, yeah. fake. Kinkies. Yeah, exactly. And then Sam and Dean as cartoons to like, uh, you know, he's dead. And then Fred just goes, shit. <laughs> he, he goes, shit. And they all run. Fred runs. And uh, Daphne's like, Fred, Fred. Uh, Dean, he's like the ladies guy. out. It's like, it's all right, Daphne. I got you. <laughs> And you know they they help the gang solve a mystery, and at the end they figure out it's a it's real. Like everything is happening is real, and Scooby and Shaggy they find out, and Scooby goes, "I can't do a Scooby. I can't do a Scooby voice. Ooh, I yeah, can't I either. Can't do it." But he basically goes, "Shaggy," and he goes, "Yeah, Scoob." 
Yeah, Scoob. Yeah. He goes, yeah, Scoob. He goes, let's get out of here. He goes, you're right. I'm not dying. Forget that shit. And then they jump in the mystery van and they drive away. And I leave them there. Well, they eventually come back. There's a... Um, but they have Fred in the game cussing on Supernatural. Have you ever, have you ever watched Robot Chicken on Adult Swim? Yeah. Okay, there's an episode with... with it's got the uh, the cast of Scooby Doo in like one spot, and um, Fred. They're all standing there, and Fred's looking at the body. Yeah. And he was like, "So, gang, they and it's this graphic like what they did to this person." Yeah. It ends with after they after he was beheaded, his head was shoved up his anal cavity, and Scooby goes, "Oh." And Fred goes, you're right, Scoobs. We're dealing with one sick son of a bitch. And then it cuts to the... That's pretty funny. But no, on the... Uh, <laughs> you remember that? On the Johnny Bravo episode. Robot Chicken came on Adult Swim, right? Yeah, on Cartoon Network. Yeah, no. you remember that Adult Swim video? I think I showed you it. Yes. The uh, Too Many, Too many cooks. cooks. Jesus Christ. It's fantastic. Too many it's fantastic. Um, on that episode, it takes with a lot Bravo. to make a stew. Hey ho! <laughs> on the episode with Johnny Bravo, he he always has his glasses on. Uh-huh. Velma always loses her glasses, and she's crawling on the ground. My glasses, I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. round the corner and run into each other, and both their glasses fall off. Yeah, and she's on the ground. My glasses, I can't, I can't see, see without, without my, my glasses. glasses. And Johnny goes, "My glasses, I can't be seen without my glasses." He got his face covered. <laughs> then they put on each other's glasses, and Velma's like, "Oh my God, it's so dark!" And they switch glasses, and he goes, "I think he says something. He's like, he's like, um, what's wrong with your eyes or something like that." <laughs> It's like the funniest episode. My glasses. I can't be seen without my glasses. This is my glasses. I can't see without my glasses. And he's got his face covered, feeling on the ground. My glasses. I can't be seen without my glasses. That's great. I love that. That's pretty funny. Um, But um, on to the next one. Yeah. Oh, boy. It takes a lot to make a stew. If you have time, go watch Too Many Cooks on YouTube. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's long. It's like what? 13 minutes yeah, long. Yeah, it's like 13 minutes long. No, that's around they didn't even like announce they were going to do it. It was supposed to be like a commercial break, yeah, and so it just like, came on. If you're ever on TV late at night, and you hit your guide, and it says paid programming. So one night on Cartoon Network during Adult Swim, adult swim Hours, they put paid programming up for 15 minutes on the TV guide. So anybody who just sort of like would play on their phone during that time... They got showed Too Many Cooks, which is just a never-ending theme song that gets real dark and real twisted. It's like a 90s sitcom like intro where everybody's yeah, it's like, like smiling. Full house. And, yeah, it's like the, the Cosby show or Full House. Too Many Cooks. And everybody's yeah. like smiling at the camera Too and stuff. could spoil the broth. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fantastic. Look up Too Many Cooks. Um, so the next cartoon conspiracy theory... Is on a. I got Ed, Ed, and Eddie right here. Yeah, that's a good one, too. I've heard that one. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh, if you do not know what Ed, Ed, and Eddie is, it's You're dumb. Ed with one D, Ed with two Ds, and Eddie. Hey, double D. Uh, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, the entire cast of kids are all dead. And yeah. they're living in purgatory. Yeah. With the cast of uh, Lost. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, they're all dead and living in purgatory of an eternal childhood cycle. All right, here we go. Well, there's there's no parents. Yeah, there's no parents. Yeah, they don't ever like they get harmed. It says that right horribly. here. Horribly. Yeah, read it. Sorry. There's a complete lack of any adult agents in the purgatory. There are a number of explanations for their deaths, ranging from an explosion due to gas leak in the neighborhood to apocalyptic ones such as nuclear explosion. That's what I've heard. Or the spread of a deadly disease that killed most of Middle America. 
Another theory suggests that the kids in the cul-de-sac are dead children from the neighborhood, each uh, each from different times. Johnny and Rolf from the 40s, Kevin from the 90s, Naz from the 60s, Jimmy from the 2000s, and so on. That one makes a lot of sense, actually. Yep. And I, they get horribly hurt, and they're fine. Ed, or which one's the, who's the dummy? Is that Ed or Eddie? I, I know Double D's the one that everybody thinks. I didn't thinks, watch Ed, Ed, Ed. Everybody thinks Double D's a girl. She's not. No. Hey, Double D. Like that one right there. He picks up an entire house. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch that, Ed, Eddie. This next one, though, on here is pretty funny. It's about the Smurfs. Oh, God. If you don't know what the Smurfs are, uh, they're Get bubbly educated. people. Says the Smurfs are a veiled parable about white supremacy. <laughs> I didn't read it. They yet. They do have the hats. I see it. All the Smurfs wear white hats that yep. resemble KKK hoods, except for the Grand Wizard of the Smurfs, Papa Smurf, who wears a red hood. Oh my God! They live in perfect harmony, but are under const- they are constantly under threat from the evil big-nosed Jew Gargamel, <laughs> who wants to use Is them. This Jew? Yeah. To what? Who wants to use them for his own twisted enrichment? That is what it says. That is. Oh, this is. I have to read this. That one. would make sense, actually. This is not a lot a, of these make sense. Yeah, no. This is not a cartoon. Okay. But this one, I have to read this one because it caught my eye. If you, uh, if anyone remembers Rebecca Black. Friday. Yes, yeah. the girl that sings Friday, Friday. Uh, Friday, Friday. Can't believe it's Friday. However, it goes. It's yeah, like Gotta that. get down on Gotta Friday. Get down on Friday. That's, That's on. all I know of the song. But it says the Rebecca Black song Friday is about the JFK assassination. <laughs> Explain, please. Okay. Oh Jesus. Oh Lord. The driver of the car. Okay, here it goes. So Rebecca Black song Friday is about the JFK assassination. The driver of the car he was assassinated in. His name was Samuel Kicken. Kicking in the front seat, sitting in the back seat. That's a lyric from the song. Oh. The assassination occurred on Friday, and when he got when he was shot, the Secret Service yelled at Jackie Kennedy to get mm-hmm. down. Gotta get down on Friday. Kicking in the front. Uh-huh. Gotta well, get down on kicking Parts the about back. the Cold War and the spread of communism are reflected are referenced when everybody's re- are referenced everybody's Russian. And to top it all off, the hotel that the hotel that morning, JFK declined a breakfast of sausage, eggs, and toast for a bowl of bran flakes. Instead, gotta have my bowl, gotta have my cereal is a, is a lyric to the song. Also, the following Monday, JFK was supposed to sign a bill into law requiring all public schools to provide bus transportation for their students. Gotta catch my bus. Oh my god That's dark It's a little stretch And they had that blaring on the radio They forced that to the top of the charts It wasn't a good song (laughs) No it was awful Well Here's what I have to say about that And this is real dark on my side You know what song I do like That was blasted That a lot of people don't like Call Me Maybe I like that song Hey I I just met you And this is crazy But here's my number So call me maybe Solid (laughs) I like the uh, there's There's a parody that says, um, hey, you can't guard me. <laughs> Your name I is Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> if you step up, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Of I something. will blind you. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. When Garrett comes past a three-point line, it gets so bad. It, it gets, gets so bad. bad. I'm going to take Garrett's vision. Come to think <laughs> of it, Garrett shouldn't even be on the court. 
You should be on the bench. Whoa. Waterboy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's. I can't think of what it, how it goes, but it's like um, he says when hey, when Gary. people try to. He goes. When people try and get my girl, it makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. I'm going to kick your ass. He goes, come to think of it, my wife is just a guy in drag. I need a real man, so call me maybe. Whoa. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, Garrett, that was for you off the top of my head. <laughs> hey, uh, Garrett, you didn't make the basketball team. <laughs> but maybe. You can be the water boy. Maybe. <laughs> you can try out for the water boy maybe. <laughs> You or maybe Brian can ride the damn bench. <laughs> you won't score any points because you are a bitch. Uh, I was gonna say even if we play you. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So the uh, the Flintstones and the Jetsons a, and the Je- the Jetsons. Is that one also? It says this one. It says the Jetsons and the Flintstones are two portions of the same society. Oh, read that one. Cause I got the Flintstones one here. The people living in Bedrock are actually members of the far fu- are actually members of a far future. One may say post-human. Uh, the part of a far future society that have rejected the day-to-day electronic assistance to live like their long-dead ancestors did. This explains why the animals can talk. They are just synthetic creations. It's been so long since any actual animal lived that didn't have human communication bred slash written into their ferals they don't realize how silly it is to be talking with creatures that didn't even exist alongside early humans i'm not a big fan of that one here's this one the flintstones come on play buzz fix your website this thing's crashed half a dozen times like the passengers aboard gilligan's gilligan's ss minnow were never stranded but rather died at sea yeah i've heard that um the flintstones is a is a post-apocalyptic theory um, the Flintstones originally aired at the height of the Cold War. So uh, it says, what if a nuclear showdown between the Soviets and Americans created bedrock? The familiar technology, entertainment, and religion, it says Christmas, etc., are all that remain from the front. God, this website just crashed again. This website's awful. Play Buzz, fix your website. I can't even read one of these before it crashes. Are all that remain from the fractured memories of a shattered history that never was. Hmm. That's a little strange. Uh, Samurai Jack and um, and the Powerpuff Girls yeah. exist in the same universe. Samurai Jack takes place in a post- oh. post-apocalyptic townville, and Jack is actually the professor. Yep. They kind of look the same. Wow. That's crazy. Huh. What you got? Uh... Did you did you say the powder puff girl the power puff girls one? The multiple personality theory? Yeah. Uh we have the Which one? What'd you say? There's two on here. There's three on here that I'm really interested in three. now. Uh so I'll get you I'll give you a choice. We have the I'll read all of them. Oh well, three of them. Which one do you want to hear first? Uh we have the Hey Arnold one. I like Hey Arnold. We have this page crashed again, by the way. The Hey Arnold one, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I got that one right here. Or Dexter's Laboratory. You read Dexter and, uh, and Hey Arnold, I read Courage. Okay. I got Courage right here. All right, so Dexter's Laboratory. That's a good show. You say Laboratory? Yeah. I say Laboratory. There's an O and an R after the L-A-B-O-R. Laboratory. 
Labor. It's a, it's spelled A L A B. Laboratory. O R A. You're probably right. I'm just saying. Most people say laboratory. It's laboratory. It, it is laboratory. I've always just said Dexter's laboratory. Here in Dexter's lab. That's a great show. Uh, how could a kid? <laughs> Makes sense too. You've read this the other day. How could a kid have a laboratory in his house? You ask. One theory insists that he didn't. It was all in his head. As a socially awkward introvert, Dexter relied heavily on his imagination. His quote-unquote rivals were his friends with similarly huge imaginations. And when they played together, the usual fantastical Dexter's lab shenanigans would ensue. Dexter's big imagination also explains his bizarre accent because he lives in America. Hmm... What's the girl's name from that show? It's like Dee Dee. <laughs> you busted someone's car speaker. Dee Dee, Dee Dee, and Mandark. Mandark. That's what you said. Your like spirit yeah. cartoon was your spirit cartoon. Now that I think of it, my spirit cartoon is probably Courage. Yo, Courage, Cowardly Dog. I love that show. So here's the Courage, the Cowardly Dog theory, and then you read the Hey Arnold. I don't know if these are the Hey same. Arnold. Hey Arnold. Let me know if these are the same. The two Courage. This says courage. Oh, courage right is actually a normal dog, and he sees the world through a dog's eyes. All the villains in the show are just normal people, but to a little dog, they seem scary. They don't actually live in the middle of nowhere, but since his owners are too old to take him outside for walks, he only knows what's around his immediate property, and everything beyond that is nothing because he's never seen it. So basically, yep. out of sight, out of mind. Yep. Like yep. I don't like I, I I've never Yo, left this house. Have so you ever re- Have you ever went and rewatched some Courage the Cowardly They're Dog episodes? Scary. They are terrifying. That show used to scare me as a child. See, it didn't scare me as a child. I watch it now. I'm just like, I watched this as a kid. This dog likes flan. <laughs> likes what? Flan. Food? Yeah, flan. Yeah. Ew. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. That's gross. Yeah, Muriel and uh, Muriel and Eustace Banks. They used to make flan. <laughs> Eustace Banks. <laughs> stupid dog. You make me look bad. You stupid dog. Like, they're mean to that dog. <laughs> they're so mean to that dog. Oh, Poor very- guy. The Hey Arnold Grandparents Theory. It's funny that his name is Courage and he's afraid of everything. Yeah. Hey Arnold! That's irony. Uh, yeah, it says, uh, this one's really short. Which one it's is it? Hey Arnold's okay. Grandparents Theory. Uh, uh, the Hey Arnold Theory. Oh, taking me to another one. Oh, it's taking me to Creepypasta. Oh, I like Creepypasta. Have you ever seen the Sonic, the Hedgehog Creepypasta and the Toy Story Creepypastas? No, the only thing... They're terrifying. The only thing I've seen on Sonic recently is that they changed Sonic's movie. They made him more like the old cartoon, which they, which I agree with. They should have. What's wrong with Jim? This, we're getting on movies now. What's wrong with Jim Carrey? Don't take that role. Yeah, it's a terrible role. Like, come on, you're Jim Carrey. You get to read a lot of scripts, and that's the one that you take. Unless he's being blackballed by Hollywood. Maybe he likes to be Dr. Robotic. Robotic. First off, it's Dr. Egghead. I don't know where they're getting Dr. Robotic from. <laughs> it's it's Dr. Egghead or whatever his name is. I thought it was Dr. Robotic. Hold on. I'm like 90% sure it's Dr. Egghead. That's the correct name. I don't think so. I think they named him Dr. Robotic in no, the I'm show. I'm pretty sure it's Dr. Robotic or Robotnik. Sonic. Villain. It just typed in Sonic and Bells because like the restaurant. Why? Because that's like the last thing I looked up about Sonic. Dr. Eggman. Uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey. James Marsden. Oh, this had a good cast. Okay, then. Um, that really did. The Hey Arnold one is that his uh, his grandparents are actually his real parents, uh, and his football head is a result of a deformity. Yeah. 
That's that's literally. that's the same thing with uh, uh, with Stewie from. Oh yeah, like that. There's like a joke about that, but then they like dispute it. Um, I have a question. Levy. Does this sound good or not? Like or not? Does this sound good or is it horrible? <clears throat> Hold on, you ready? Pika. Is that pretty good? Pikachu. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't know I could do so many impressions, did you? I didn't know. I had no idea. Pikachu. Very strange. I do a lot of impressions. I guess that under like my brother does a lot of impressions and they're very good. But so people are like, "Oh, Corey, do your impressions. Do your impressions." Little do they know. Oh, little do they know. This guy over here can do some good ones. Ooh, well, here we go. Oh, I had, did I have another one? No, I don't have another one. What other ones do you have, like conspiracies? I'm about to look them up. Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this on the podcast. Brittany showed me a phone number last night, and we called it. Who's Postman Pat? Postman Pat. Oh. Would you like to talk to Santa Claus? No. You sure? Yeah. You can call Santa Claus. I'm okay. Can we do it? Number two. Hey, Arnold, it's actually all about Helga and her depressing life. Yeah, she's mean. <laughs> Number three is the Smurfs were all white supremacists. Mm-hmm. Rugrats and Angelica's head. Donald Duck has severe PTSD. He cusses in a lot of his. Yep. The Power Rangers are all child soldiers fighting against their will. What? You know Donald Duck says the F word a bunch. Winnie, Winnie the Pooh and all of his friends have psychological disorders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all like Sesame Street's Count Von Kout feasts on child on children. You can elaborate on any of these. <laughs> I was, yeah, sure why not. Sesame Street's Count Von Kout could actually be the uh, be worse than his inspiration, Dracula. One theory argues that the reason the ch- the children on the show change so frequently is that not because they have school, probably, but because the count is feasting on their blood oh my and God. the adults who don't change that frequently. Are his willing slaves because they don't seem that that fussed that a vampire is wandering the streets. At least the children would be able to count on would be able to count the pints of blood he's taking. After all, you probably need something pleasant to take your mind off of the horse. So here's an here's an offer for a snack. The kid the the parents give the kids away. Oh my That's god! That's why the kids change on Sesame Street all the time because they're <laughs> dead. Okay. Jesus. Whole ride. <laughs> All right, to the sponsors. <laughs> All right, we got quiet for a second. All right. All right, to the sponsors. Give a quick shout out, real quick, to Mayonnaise and Brian. Uh, if you don't know who Mayonnaise is not by now, we've said it on at least 20 episodes. Don't listen anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, Garrett and Brian, uh, host of the Momentum Swing podcast. Uh, every Friday comes out on Spotify and SoundCloud. They cover all your sports needs. They're also on Twitter uh, at Momentum Swing, and like I said, Spotify and SoundCloud every Friday. Check them out. They have Let's a new episode. Sports needs. Sorry, they have a new episode out. Ah, oh, they have a new episode out right now. They do. Go listen to it. It came out this morning. This comes out on a Friday. You're listening to this driving to work, driving to school, whatever. They have a new episode. Go listen to it. Yes, sir. And second, Fluxpedic. Yeah. Uh, cover something real quick. They have some lavender infused mattress toppers. Mm-hmm. Smells nice. Love lavender. Make you go to sleep easy. Super cool ViscoFlex memory foam technology. Makes you comfortable when you sleep. And the 100 night free trial. 
buy a mattress from, you don't like it, send it back. You get your money back, and instead of them selling it, they donate it to a local charity. That's uh, Flexpedic. You can find them at flex-pedic.com. And then on Twitter and Instagram, Flexpedic. Bang! Boom, boom. All right, before we continue, before we continue conspiracies, uh huh. I want to do this because it's funny. Okay. You can call Santa Claus. All right. I'm going to call Santa Claus. Just There's a phone number that you dial, and this is what happens. Hold on. Can, we, can I do that on a podcast? Sure, why not? <laughs> Merry Christmas! This is Santa Claus, and you have reached my personal hotline. We have been very busy making all of those toys to deliver on Christmas morning. And I want you to know that your family loves you very much. And so do I. So be good. And don't forget to always listen to your parents. When you hear the tone, please leave me your Christmas gift wishes and holiday cheer. And remember, kids, I know who's been naughty and nice. Merry Christmas, and I'll see you soon. <laughs> What? I know who's been naughty or nice. Dude, you got. Did, did you listen to the thing I sent you this morning? No. Listen to it. I sent Aaron the Logan Paul Christmas song, and he says, Haven't seen you in 22 years. You don't know if I've been naughty. You don't know if I've been nice. But I met, I met Miss Claus, and she let me hit it twice. He talks about cucking Santa Claus in the song. That's awful. It's the worst song of all time. All right. But yeah, you can call Santa Claus. You can leave him a voicemail so he can bring you some presents if you've been a good boy or girl. If you've been naughty, you're getting cold. I have five words for you. More conspiracies. What? Tom and okay. Jerry. Okay. And Nazis. I've heard that one, too. Because that, that takes place during the, mm-hmm. during the war, during World War II. I have six more words for you. Toy Story 3 and the Holocaust. Yeah, it's, that's like, okay, that uh, Sunnyside's like a concentration camp. Yeah. Yeah. What's yep. the, the, the not, okay, the, let's go to the Tom and Jerry Nazi one. I have a theory, too, about the last episode. Damn it, keep taking me to YouTube. Have you ever seen the last episode of Tom and Jerry? Let me do this first, and you do the conspiracy mm-hmm. on Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I have, yeah. So, they go, and they're like, Tom's sitting on the railroad tracks. Yeah. Because he kind of, I guess he comes to the realization he's never going to catch Jerry. Yeah. And Jerry realizes he's got nothing to live for if Tom doesn't chase him. So Tom's sitting on the railroad track, railroad tracks, and Jerry comes by and sits down next to him on the railroad tracks. And before it goes black, you can hear a train coming. So it's insinuated that they sit there and both get hit by a train together because they need each other. Tom has to catch Jerry. Jerry's only reasoning is to run from Tom. And Tom's no longer going to chase Jerry, so he doesn't want to live. Yep. Jerry's got nothing to live for now, so he doesn't want to live either. So apparently they sit there and get hit by a train together. I like the way this one worded the SpongeBob. So SpongeBob is a post-nuclear mutant. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way it named that Read the, read that the Tom and Jerry uh, I'm Nazis. not even on that page anymore, but you basically covered it. You, that's not the Nazi one. That's a, that's a suicide one. Oh, what I mean, the? It, it takes place during World War II. It's supposed to. You can tell by technology, the way the houses are. Yeah. What? It takes place during World War II. It's supposed to, I thought. I mean, you I might be, be right. I could be real wrong. Who knows? No, that's just a that's just a suicide theory. It's a theory at the last episode they kill themselves and get hit by a train. Okay, then. <laughs> Watch the last episode. There's some more conspiracy theories, but not on cartoons, so to say. They have one on Saved by the Bell. What's the Tom and Jerry Nazi one? I want to hear that one. 
<laughs> Bayside saved by the. Oh, here we go. The count feeds on children of Sesame Street. Yeah, that's another one on here. You read that one? The Fresh Prince is dead. Will Smith? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I didn't know. There's a, I thought he was living with his uncle and auntie in Bel Air. <laughs> There's a new movie with Will Smith where he, he's a secret agent and he gets turned into a bird. It looks kind of funny. It's an animated movie. It's oh, Will Smith and Tom I Holland. I about Gemini Man. I was like, I haven't seen it. I didn't know it took that time to no, turn, It's Will Smith and Tom Holland. It's an animated movie. That's pretty funny. It's hilarious. It looks it's funny. It's a secret agent. He gets turned into a bird. So he's got to save the world as a bird. Looks I good. just really want to read this Fresh Prince one. I want to read the Tom and Jerry Nazi. I'm about to look that one up. Yeah, look that up. I'm really interested in this Fresh Prince is dead. Oh, this is... A, oh, if you want to call Santa Claus, it's 951-262-3062. You can leave a message about what presents you want this year if you've been a good boy or girl. Aaron, talk. i got to put this mic down so I can look this up. Okay, so I am... Current, how do you spell Fresh Prince? F-R-E. <laughs> no, I'm joking. S-H. I'm joking. Now this is a story all about how my wife got flipped, turned upside down, and Aaron Cross can't guard me. That's the truth. I also broke Trey Bowen over at... Family fitness. Here we go. So, The Fresh Prince is Dead. Ten creepy TV show fan theories. Okay. I just want to read. Uh, someone just got shot. Live, my dad lives over here and there's guns being shot every single day. It's insane. What? Uh, <laughs> um... I'm trying to find this Tom and Jerry one. All right, so this one's talking about how the fresh Will Smith starred in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but was he really living in California or in heaven? Maybe he'll bump into Max and Ruby. If you're starting to notice a trend, you're pretty uh, you're a pretty sharp tack. People are uh, people are dead and dying all over the place in these fan theories. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air ran from 1990 to 96, with each episode. Uh, kicked off by a rap detailing how a boy from the mean streets of Philly wound up in a posh mansion in, mansion in Bel Air. Specifically, his mom shipped him off to live with a fa- uh, family following a run-in with a well-known thug. According to a widely spread fan theory, the character of Will Smith, played by Will Smith, <laughs> was actually killed during the altercation described in the opening sequence. So when he hops into a plane to, uh, to California and jumps in a cab, he's actually embarking on an otherworldly journey. God is the cab driver. Fans insist that this is also why we rarely see Will's parents explaining uh, explaining away the sporadic appearances uh, as visits to the teen's grave. Morbid? Yes. True? I sure hope not. Although it would explain the appearance by boys to men as the performance of Heaven's Choir of Angels. Those guys harmonize just a little bit too well for that to be a coincidence. <laughs> what? <laughs> the episode. You know what I'm talking about? The Where his dad. That is the best sitcom scene I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Where's where that? Why don't you like, want me, man? He's like, the hell with him, real loud. Like, yeah. Why don't he want me, man? He hugs Uncle Phil, which that's all uh, improv, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, it sure is. If you haven't seen that, go look that up. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, dad scene. That's awesome. That's the best ending to any episode. So this one says, here's the Tom and Jerry one. Tom and Jerry is Nazi propaganda. Either we're obsessed with Nazism that we look for it in literally everything, or the antics of a classic cat and mouse duo really do contain coded messages about 
the futility of the Allies' war with the Third Reich. Third Reich. I can't read. If we're going for the latter, let's start with the characters' names. Tom. Tommies were British soldiers. And Jerry. Jerry's were German ones. Now remember, Tom is the bad guy. In every episode, he tries to kill Jerry by any means possible, but is foiled every single time, getting blown up by sticks of dynamite and flattened by falling anvils along the way. That's pretty violent. Tom and Jerry, I was right, I knew this. Tom and Jerry first aired in 1940, the same year as the Battle of Britain. So if the reference to slang for Brits and Germans was unintentional, it was more than a little bit unfortunate. And according to some sketchy-looking corners of the Internet, this was no accident at all but a message in that Jerry constantly outwits Tom about about superior German intelligence. Um, although this may seem like the least compelling of all these dark fan theories, it would explain why I always had a gut feeling the painfully smug Jerry was actually the bad guy. Jerry is the bad guy. Jerry's an asshole. Cats catch mice. Mice are disgusting. Yeah. You're not wrong. No one likes mice. Everyone likes cats. Uh, this one right here says it's a fan theory. So I think we've covered them enough. We'll cap up, cap off on the Simpsons. Yeah, let's hit the Simpsons. We've done this like forty minutes. Yeah, haven't we? yeah. It's, it's an like interesting boring. episode. It's like boring people to tears. They love it. I hope I ruined your childhood. That was my goal to coming in here today. So this one has this one has sort of like a, an explanation why the Simpsons can predict. Okay. Things they're in the Illuminati. That's why. No, Springfield's stuck in a time warp. What do you mean? I, I, I get what you're saying, but elaborate on. All that. right. I was it says uh, I was ten years old when The Simpsons began its history-making run into 1989. Now I'm aging and raising a family and stuff, while Bart and Lisa are still stuck in grade school. What? Give credit. What website's that from, and who's the author? It's an article. I can tell. Uh, I don't want to get plagiarized or some crap to get demonetized because we didn't give. It doesn't have one. It oh, what's the website by uh, Alia Hoyt. Okay, what's the website? Entertainment.howstuffworks.com. Gotcha. That's um, all we needed. So what gives? I have always attributed their static state, uh, static state to an if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. After all, the show is still generating laughs for more than two and a half decades later. So clearly the lives of a young family provide plenty of folder or fodder for a successful comedy. Some fan theories, however, insist that the city of Springfield is actually trapped inside a space warming, a space warping tesseract. Tesseract, like from the Avengers? I guess so. The rest of the world can change and grow all at once, but the residents of Springfield are simply not able to because they're trapped in a time loop. The characters do recognize that time is passing. For instance, the family visits Italy where Sideshow Bob is now living with a wife and child. <laughs> Although they remain unaffected by it, the theory also accounts for how the characters are able to take the occasional trip since tesseracts can shift location as needed. It's just as well for everyone to maintain the status quo. Anyway, I'm pretty sure Maggie would snap if someone took away her binky after all these years. Hmm. So it's basically they're stuck in a time warp inside Springfield. Yeah. So they're making their own history inside the time warp. But once they go away and they go on a trip, like whenever it said they went to Italy, somehow Sideshow Bob was there living there and had a family. When they go back to Springfield, he's back and he's the same age. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hear my Lisa impression? Yep. Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I wouldn't even call The Simpsons really a conspiracy theory. This is really strange how they accurate, accurately predict the future. Well, look up stuff that they've gotten right. 
like so we we've talked about it they predicted trump being the president yeah bullseye uh barb uh she read the book about the ebola outbreak barb Marge, Marge, Marjorie, yeah. or Marge, Marjorie, yeah, Marjorie. Mother. Uh, she predicted the the Ebola outbreak in a book in 1997, and it happened in 2014. Here, this is prob this is the most notable one. The other than the 9/11 one, uh, oh, that one should be on there. Uh, this one's the most notable one uh, because it was so you can't really control this. Like they did one for Lady Gaga, how she was going to do the halftime performance, but oh. Lady Gaga could have seen that and then done it on purpose. Like you can sort of plan that out. Yeah. Okay. This one though has no, there's no human push to it. Seafried and Roy's tiger attack. You know what I'm talking about? No. So uh, there's a there's a guy named Seafried and Roy. They had a tiger show, like an animal show. Kyler just farted. <laughs> Ripped ass. Uh, they they had a they had a they had an animal show where they brought out tigers and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And in 1993, they had an episode of The Simpsons where Seafree and Roy they brought out their tigers or whatever mm-hmm. got attacked. In 2003, Seafree and Roy got attacked by their tiger after they had been doing it since 1983. I feel like it's bound to happen. You're messing they, with tigers. They Don't care how trained they, they are. It, they did it for 10 years to 1993. Never been attacked ever. Simpsons comes out. Exactly 10 years later in 2003. They get attacked. They get attacked. After 20 did they years. they die? Uh, nope. Uh, one of them was... Oh, well, That's after horrifying. After Springfield decides to legalize gambling, Mr. Burns opens a casino where German magicians... Seafried and, uh, and Roy perform a routine, seeming to spoof the long-running Las Vegas, uh, original Las Vegas Seafried and Roy show. Tragically, a bit in where the animated duo is attacked by their tiger came to fruition ten years later when Roy Horn was mauled on stage by a white Bengal tiger, leaving him partially paralyzed oh and ending God. the long-running, long-running production. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised he's not dead. So the so okay, so in the in this is how it happened. So in the Simpsons, they made a cartoon version called the Gunter and Ernest Show, and they were supposed to basically take over the Seafried and Roy Show, and then they did take over the Spring the Seafried and Roy Show because he got attacked because he got attacked because Roy got attacked on. In The Simpsons. Did he get, he gets attacked in real life. Then he got attacked in real life. Oh, my God. I hope The Simpsons don't do anything to me. <laughs> there's, a, there's a 9-11 one that... The, they did the, the faulty voter machines. Really? Yeah. 2008. And then it came, through, came true in two, uh, 2012. What the yeah. heck? Uh, it came true in this last election, too, I think. Yeah. Um, there's I don't know the, the details about the 9-11 one, but it's like in a book or a poster or something, there's the Twin Towers, and they're on, like one of them's on fire and one's collapsing while the other one's on fire. And that was in like, I don't know, like 94 or something like that. I don't remember exactly what year. But that's a Simpson conspiracy. It's like they, they knew 9-11 was going to happen. Oh, Disney's Fox takeover? They predicted that Disney would basically own everything in 1998. They in do 2017, now. 2017, Disney bought Lucasfilms. They bought Marvel. <laughs> Disney knows. I mean, The Simpsons know everything. In 2010, The Simpsons 
uh, predicted that in the 2018 Olympics, the men's US, uh, USA curling team would win gold. They won gold last year. <laughs> <laughs> what year did they predict that? 2010. Oh so two Lord. Olympics later. Uh, <laughs> See, these are way, it's way too many to be coincidences. I, like some of them I feel like you can, you can set up to be that way. Like really? the Lady Gaga halftime show. She can see that and be like, okay. What was the Lady Gaga halftime show? What are you talking about? I so said, oh, I thought you were talking about the Beyonce. No, thing. so in 2012, they put, a, the Simpson had Lady Gaga performing the 2017 halftime show for the Super Bowl. Mm. And they had her, because it's Lady Gaga, so she's like real wild and stuff. Yeah. They had her swinging in on like, uh, like a, a rap, like a rappel and all yeah. that stuff. Then in 2017, Lady Gaga got the halftime show, and she lapelled down from ropes. Okay. Are we using The Simpsons as, as inspiration? Like, you know what? They predicted it. They've got a bunch of stuff right. Let's just add on to this. Let's have Lady Gaga that, right, halftime yes, show. Yeah, exactly. You can set that up. Maybe. Yes. The, some of those but you can't. Some, some of them Donald you Trump can't. being president, yeah. you can't. Roy getting paralyzed by a tiger, you can't. Yeah. Um, it's very true. The voting machines, like, come on. The, the 9-11 one, you have to look up the 9-11 one. I can't remember exactly any details, but I think it's like a poster or a magazine or something. And it's like on fire. And then like six or seven years later, 9-11 happened. Like, it's, it's just, it's too much to be a coincidence. You know what I mean? I just typed in Simpsons 9-11. Disney, see what happens. Disney buying everything. How the Simpsons predicted 9-11. Yep, here we yep. go. Okay, then. How the Simpsons predicted 9-11. And Trump and Disney Fox, you know. Um, oh, God, that's a lot of... September 11th, 2001, predicted in 1998. Oh, wait. Yeah, predicted 97 happened in 2001, yeah. So four years. The city of New York ver- in the city of New York versus Homer Simpson, a moment alludes to the 9/11 attacks on the World Trade Center in New York City, and not even Gene could explain it. There's a frame where there's a brochure that says New York at $9 a day, and behind the 9 are the Twin Towers. It looks like a 9-11. That one is a completely bizarre, strange thing, he says. In 2010, Bill Oakley, an uh, executive producer on the show at the time, told the New Yorker Observer that $9 was picked as a comically cheap fare, he says. And I will grant it's eerie, given... uh, Yeah, okay. I That's thought those strange. Yeah. I thought those ones like on fire or something. Maybe I just imagine that. No, it's just a picture of the nine dollars, and it has the twin towers behind. It, it looks like a nine eleven. So this is this is not about cartoons. It's a conspiracy. Where are we at on time? Fifty six. Fifty six. Fifty four. Fifty four. I've been doing this for a while. I've been hitting conspiracies about cartoons. Um, I've had this argument with people, and people think that I'm lying, and I'm not. Did you know that the okay. the Simpsons predicted? <laughs> The correct Super Bowl winners for 1992, 93, and 94. The Cowboys, the 49ers, the they Cowboys. predicted all of them. That's not hard. They predicted every single one. Now, if they got a score. I could have swore there's like a Simpsons where they like they have predicted, a score. They predicted it three years before they happened. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> the Cowboys were awful in 89. They were one in fifteen and eighty nine. They predicted them three years before they happened. Okay, that's yeah. Emmett, so Emmett Smith wasn't there. Troy had just gotten there. Yep. Joe Montana, Steve Young hadn't even. Oh my glory! Yeah, 
<laughs> okay, never mind. I, I could have swore that there's one where it's, it's like really Germany. Strange. It's like Germany eight, Brazil zero, or whatever it was six zero eight zero. I could have swore there's one. I don't of those. know. You said they also predict the uh, the World Cup scandal, don't they? They did, yeah. They did predict that, yeah. There wasn't much to it though, because that they predicted it in twenty like fifteen, and it happened in twenty seventeen. So it wasn't you like get some head steam. That's gonna, yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Fox like Fox knows stuff. Um, this is off topic, but as to the conspiracy, still. Okay. I've had this conversation with. I had it at school initially at high in high school, because I was in high school when 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 Nelson Mandela died. The Mandela effect. Yes, that's real. People don't want to believe that. It's like when people think, uh, oh, what's his name? Damn it, what's his name? Oh man, you keep talking. I have okay. to look it up. So I I vividly remember I'm in school that morning, and I always went to the library and Coach Manning. Shout out Coach Manning. He's a he's a real one. I love him. Um, they have a little, uh, or he's on Yahoo. He, he like when you open up your computer or whatever, you log in. I would log in just to play games and watch YouTube and stuff. And um, that's my Bell's education, by the way. Um, so I sit down, go to oh, Yahoo. Gotcha. Got it. I go to Yahoo, and it's like Nelson Mandela dead. And I looked over at Coach Manning. I was like. What? And he's like, yeah, he, he died this morning. And I can't remember the who was sitting in the library with me, but a bunch of them are like, yeah, he died. I was like, that dude died in prison in like the late 80s, didn't he? No. And they're like, no. Yeah. And I was like, yes, he died in the late 80s. And I looked it up, and it was like, it said the Mandela effect. I'd never heard of it up to that yeah. point. And yeah. it was like, people believe that Nelson Mandela died in the 80s. How would I know that if I wasn't born until 96? And I guarantee you nobody in Bells, Texas taught me anything about Nelson Mandela. Yeah, yeah. There's the same thing it's about... It's weird. Uh, and there's video games like that too. Yeah. Sorry, and books and stuff. But. Oh, there's a ton of stuff on it like uh, the movie Kazam. I don't... You know what I'm talking about? With Shaq? Or with... Uh, it's with Shaq. Yeah, people think it's with... Uh, Sinbad. Yeah, people think it's with Sinbad. I didn't think this was a real thing, but I went around work when I heard about the Mandela effect on this particular movie, and I asked my friend Emily, and I was like, hey, do you remember that movie Kazam about the wizard? And she goes, yeah, with Sinbad, right? And I went, no. Do they look the same at all? No. I went, no. She goes, who's it with? And I was like, it's with Shaquille O'Neal. She goes, no, it's Sinbad. I went, I promise you. It's Shaquille O'Neal. I've asked like four or five people. I asked an older guy that was at least in his 50s. And I was like, hey, are you a big movie guy? And he goes, I love movies. And I was like, hey, do you know that movie Kazam? It came out in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, Sinbad, yeah. And I went, no, it's with Shaquille O'Neal. And he goes, no, Sha- Shaq never acted in that. Everyone think he did, think he did, but he didn't. It was, it was Sinbad. It's like no, <laughs> it's Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> so there's a book. There's a book. I'm about to look up. Some there's of a these. book called the, and I could get this wrong, and I could get it backwards. I think it's Baron Stein. I think it's the name, but everybody believes it's Baron Stein. And what people the are like, Stein Bears. Yes, and there's people like, yeah, the Baron Stein Bears. I, I remember it. Yeah. Well, then they go and look, and they go, this isn't right. It's Baron Stein. Like, no, no, no. It's Baron Stein. It's always been Baron Stein. There, here's, I'm not sure about that one. It's, it's backwards. It, it, it's one of the two. It's Berenstein, and everybody thought it was Berenstein, or it's Berenstein, and everybody thought it was Berenstein. But um, the theory behind the Mandela effect is that it's the multiple, multiple. Um, it's the multiverse. The, no, yeah, it's it's like the multiverse theory. Okay, and it's taking too long. You and another version of you do something at the exact same time. 
and you slip into each other's realities. So the thought of that is that in, in one of my realities, I was doing the same thing at the same time in one that Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 80s, and I was informed of that. I knew that. So I flip over into that one, and now I'm in one where he doesn't die. Like, he's still in prison. The so Mande- that's the Mandela effect. The, the Mandela effect. The very It says 40... 40 Mandela effect examples that will blow your mind. Number one, Nelson Mandela's death. Yeah, I thought he, I'm not kidding. I could, and everybody thinks I'm lying about that. I'm like, dude, he died in the 80s. I know he did. No, he's been alive. Hey, does Curious George have a tail? No. Yeah, he does. He does? Yeah. <laughs> That's, that could just be a detail you forget, though. I didn't think he had a tail. Tails will tell you. The Bernstein Bears didn't exist because it was the Bernstein Bears. Bernstein. There we go. So it was Stein, not Stain. Yep. That's right. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. What else you got? Hit me with it. Hey, do you remember the show Sex, Sex Blank Blank City? Do you in, know what I'm talking in about? The city. It was, actually, it was actually titled Sex and the City. I thought it was it's Sex and the City. It's sex and the City. Oh. While these four that. women were having sex in the city, the show was actually titled Sex and the City. Oh. Hmm. I think it just worked. Oh, here we go. I've never seen a single episode of that, by the way, so just for the record. Yeah, me neither. Um, probably. How do you spell Oscar Mayer? Oh, I have no clue. Oh. The Oscar part's the same. How do you oh, spell Mayer? M I. E R I don't know. It's uh, uh, <laughs> everyone thinks it's it, yeah. is it M A U E R? No, it's M E. It's a uh, it's M A Y E R. But everyone thinks it's M A E Y E R. Okay, that's just okay. That's just that is not the Mandela effect. That's oh, here we go. Spell just like me. What? Whoa! What? What the? You get a virus or something? No. <laughs> The Monopoly Man and his monocle. Or more the fact that he doesn't have one. Yeah, he doesn't have a monocle. I've read that one before. He doesn't have a monocle. I always thought he did. No. What the? I'm pretty sure in a cartoon he shows up with a monocle, and that's where that stemmed from. Yeah, maybe. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. What else you got? Uh, Did you scratch your nose with a microphone? Yeah. Ew. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What? There's a lot of silence here. Come on. Mona Lisa's smile. It's a smirk. There are a lot of theories about this one, but so many people have claimed that she used to have a more obvious smile. No, it's a slot smirk. It's like a depressed smile. Apparently, the picture has changed over the years. Something's not right with that. Like I said, could be a, a multiverse where you slip over into one where... The, where um, C-3PO has a silver leg. He doesn't. Even the biggest Star Wars fans and Halloween costume sites get it wrong. The robot isn't all gold. He actually has one silver piece on his right leg. That's not true. <laughs> um, I'm about to look it up. That's not true at all. We're about to see. We're about to see. C-3PO. Oh, I can do an R2-D. R2D. Let me try this. Oh, again. whoa, whoa. I can whoa. do an R2-D2 impression, too. You want to hear it? Okay. I he guess. does. He has a silver leg. Not a whole silver leg, but he has a piece on his right leg that's silver. I didn't know that. I thought he was gold all the way. No, it's it's the shin. It's silver. It's There's not gold. Right, left shin, right shin. Right shin. It's silver, not gold. Huh. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. You that's pretty R2-D2 cool. R2-D2 impression, too? Yeah, sure. Let's hear it. That's it. 
<laughs> he just whistled into the mic. That's all you did. That was all you did. That's all he does. He goes. That's so, all you did. That's how you do an R2-D2 impression. I have a question. Now I'm looking at this. Do you remember uh, the the dress uh, eye thing that happened a couple years ago? Like, is this dress blue and white or blue and gold or black and white or whatever? No. Gold and white or blue and black? And some people saw blue and black, and some people saw gold and white. Do you remember that? I guess not really. Is, it, is that kind of like the Laurel Yanny? Yanny. Yes, it's just the same. Yeah. Yanny. What did you hear? Like thing. Yanny. 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 That's I forgot what I heard. What I, heard. I think Laurel. I heard Laurel. Laurel. Yanny. I people, <laughs> there's many people that be like, I just heard Laurel the whole time. Other people, I heard Kyle. Oh, saying, people get this all wrong all the time. I knew about this one. The Luke, I am your father. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I know one. that one. Yeah, yeah, I know about that one. Uh. Here we go. Oh, the Hello Clarice one. What's the Luke, I'm your father thing? What does he say, actually? He actually says, so, Luke, I am your father. Honestly, this was one that cut deep. Perhaps the most famous movie line in history wasn't even said. All he really said was, I am your father. Okay, he doesn't say Luke. He doesn't say Luke, yeah. Um, Hello, Clarice. We didn't know what's scarier, the fact that we remember Hannibal Lecter saying Hello, Clarice, or the reality he was saying good morning. And? And, uh... Silence of the Lambs. Oh. Uh, yeah, he didn't say, he never said, hello, Clarice. He just said, good morning. Hmm. How do people get this stuff wrong? Mr. Rogers' theme song? That's another one. You might start singing the lyric, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially with the upcoming Tom Hanks film. But even the movie make, uh, makers got it wrong because it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Oh, that's... That's not even that big of a difference. I get that wrong. I'm kind of saying it. How many states are there? 50 plus territories. Yeah, it says the correct answer is 50, obviously, but some Americans and foreigners alike recall learning that there were 51 or 52. That's just being dumb. I there's, was there's, never taught 51 or 52. There's 50 states and then two territories. What are the two territories? Um, Cuba. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> here it goes. This is number 22 on the list. Sinbad never played a genie. Mm-hmm. This one, perhaps most bizarre of all, several people can attest that they distinctly remember seeing the comedian in a movie called Shazam. Many argue that uh, they're confusing the memory with the movie Kazam starring Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal was in that movie. Not Sinbad. You're right. Neil Armstrong's death. How'd he die? I don't know. Is he dead? Oddly enough, people have no recollection of the... Uh, the astronauts legends the astronautic legends death many fans apparently forgot or didn't notice the news of his passing i thought he's still alive so did i okay he but, died. Okay, you just missed that what he died i don't know how you missed that like to be a big deal exactly that's what i'm saying how'd he die he died in august of 2012 <laughs> what i had no idea i remember michael jackson's funeral how did i not know that Neil Armstrong died. How'd he die? What the? It didn't say how he died, but it says most people don't even remember he died. Yeah, I didn't know. It says most people think he's still alive. I thought he's still alive. I, so did I. Huh. That's a little strange. Well, um. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the uh, Not Your Normal Conspiracy Theory podcast. Uh, (laughs) If you want to learn about antidepressants, watch Fairly Odd Parents. If you want to watch a World War II documentary, watch Tom and Jerry. If you want to learn about uh, the nuclear nuclear attacks on. Adam's Bowl, Adam's Bottom. Watch SpongeBob. And if you want to learn about a bunch of dead babies and talking to them, 
Watch Rugrats. Rugrats. Or if you just want to see a bunch of kids in purgatory. Ed, Ed, Nettie. Ed, Ed, Nettie. Hey, double day. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch a fake Irish kid's crazy imagination, watch Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> Dexter's Laboratory. It's laboratory. Aaron, where can Dexter's you find Laboratory. You? Uh, you can find me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at iPhoneWearham. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Not Your Normal Podcast. You can find it on Twitter at Not Your Normal P2. Um, what else is there? We're now available on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. What episode is this? 23. Shout out LeBron James. Shout out Bron Bron. And shout out, what's that bald dude, that bald dude's name that played in Chicago? He wore number 45. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. Kyler, where can they find you at? Um, I'm not on. I'm not. I'm not on social media. It's not I don't like have Dexter. An it's not Dexter <laughs> in his laboratory. I'm not on uh, Snapchat. Or I'm on Snapchat. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook. Uh, I'm not on Twitter. I gave my Snapchat out. Snapchat out in episode 22. Yep. So you want to hear that? Go back to the end of that. Um, Jinkies. You can find me at Red Lobster. I, I slave there almost every day. It's very true. So, um... Thanks for listening to our Conspiracy Theory Talk. Hope you enjoyed it. Aaron, you got anything to say before we let these fine people enjoy the rest of their day? Uh, go to patreon.com slash not your normal, not your normal podcast and, you know, $5 tier, $7 tier. Become a patron. That's get really a- about it. You get the average tier for $5, a normal tier for $7. Don't be average. Be normal. Zoinks! Zoinks!